This is the weekly Parsha Shior with Rabbi Chaim Bravender of Atid and WebYeshiva.org. Recorded live in Jerusalem at Beit Knesset Haramban. Visit www.webyeshiva.org for live interactive online shiurim today. Hello, Parsha Shear listeners. This is Rabbi Jeffrey Sachs of Atid and the Web Yeshiva with a very brief announcement before we begin this week's shiur. This week, we begin the sixth cycle of weekly Parsha Shiurim with Rabbi Bravinder. Having completed five full years of Shiurim, week in and week out, all available by archive on atid.org, we turn to you now, those who've benefited from Rabbi Bravinder's Torah, to please show your support and help us continue bringing this Shiur to you live to folks in Jerusalem and by recording to Jews throughout the world, many, many hundreds of you that listen every week and benefit from Rabbi Bravinder's teaching. Visit us at atid.org or at webyeshiva.org and click on the Support Us link to make a small donation to help us keep going. While you're there at webyeshiva.org, sign up for one of our free, live, interactive shiurim that are going on now and always. And now, on to the shir. Okay. I remind you of the Pasuk in Vayikra and the Pasuk of Kedoshim, which we once learned together. That's what the Pasuk says. Kedoshim to you, ki kadosh, ani Hashem elokechem. And on that Pasuk, Rashi says, so arayot and averot are things that are forbidden are forbidden in the Torah. It's not a chiddush. So it sounds like what Rashi means to tell us is that if you do what you're supposed to do and you avoid doing what you're not supposed to do, then you automatically attain the status of kedoshim. Even though kedoshim sounds like something remarkable. Nevertheless, it's open. It's an open status that everybody can achieve. Kedoshim to you. You see the words again. Hevu prushim in harayotim in ha'avera. Prushim. He says that the word prushim, Rashi seems to say, to separate yourself, to distinguish yourself, to act differently than other people, has mostly to do with arayot. Arayot are singled out. But then the Rashi adds to the words avera. Let's assume that this Rashi is correct. This is what Rashi really meant to say. But if you say that Kedoshim to you is a reference to Prushim in Harayot it sounds like Kedoshim is a status that we achieve when we keep the Torah. It's not like a separate demand. As I say, and further, right beyond what you've done up to now, be or also be Kedoshim, According to Rashi, it sounds like it means if you do what you're supposed to do, then you are Mimela, you are Kedoshim. That's what Rashi says. I remind you of the Ramban, there's a famous Ramban and that Pasuk. The Ramban says, it disagrees with Rashi. And he says that the words Kedoshim to you are kind of a sort of a demand, not a mitzvah, not something everybody has to do, but something that everybody has to consider. 
Kedoshim to you. Now, what does Kedoshim mean? Well, you sort of get an idea of what the Torah wants of us. What the Torah thinks is important. What the Torah thinks is not important. For example, when it comes to eating, you know there are a lot of limits on eating. You have to check the animal, and check the animal, and cook the animal, and basar the chalav. So if you came to the conclusion that the Torah didn't want us to kind of eat just anything at any time, but wanted us to be circumspect about eating, then you would be right and in the direction of Kedoshim to you. That's what the Ramban says. So that the Ramban really is the one who said that there is a novel idea here. There's a novel idea, Kedoshim to you, it's up to you. It's up to you. It's not what the Torah said. It's what the Torah didn't say. But, according to the Ramban, it points us in that direction. And there's also the opposite direction. You see, even though the Torah says that we should, the Torah says we shouldn't just eat irresponsibly, we shouldn't just go around all the time, you're eating everything in sight, even if it has the hefsa or the badats on it. And, and so you can be, he coined this phrase, right? A naval b'shuta Torah. That's the Rabban's phrase. A naval is, I don't know, I guess a bad person, right? You know, you could probably define it more carefully, more colorfully, but he says, naval b'shuta Torah. That you could, you could uh, 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 within the limits of halakha, do the wrong thing. No, yes. well, it is what, what the Ramban said. The Ramban didn't quote. I'm not looking for a definition of the Baal Bishuddha Torah other than what the Ramban says. Ramban says, if you eat too much, if you're too involved in sexual encounters, even though like a guy, it's like you could have six wives. And uh, so the Torah allows that, but that's not what the Torah wants of us. You can see from the from the study of Ilchot Nidan, Ilchot Tumah, the Torah, that the Torah seems to uh, uh, want us to be more circumspect about certain things, even if they are mutar. So if I can stand around and eat pizza all day long and all night, I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't because there's a kind of a lack of kedushah in someone who who attends to his desires more than other things. Now we can we can explain it perhaps in. Uh, in more modern language. But that is uh, uh, the Machloket, the well-known Machloket of the Rashi and the Ramban on the Pasuk of Kidoshim Tihu. Now, along comes, uh, so, uh, along comes our Parsha, Parshat Naso. And in Parshat Naso there are a lot of Sukim, 21 Sukim, in fact, that deal with the Nazir. Nazir is a person who acts in a certain way and lives in a certain way and does things in a certain way which distinguish him from other people. Other people don't act like the Nazir, but the Nazir is, is a special kind of person. Now, what does the, what does the Sukkim say? Let's start at the beginning. I don't want to get into that, but you have to understand that Nezer, that Nazir derives from Nezer. What makes you into a Nazir is a Nezer. So the Nezer 
neither you can imagine a, an oath. If you take an oath, the Torah says that an oath somehow has the capacity to create the reality. Like, you know, uh, like you could say, I, I make a, a nether that I'm not going to eat an apple. So for you, apples become a sur. It was you can create things that, through your words, the words that you say, that don't exist. So you can also cre- recreate yourself as a Nazir. And then the Tsukim go on and say, what a Nazir, what a Nazir is. But before we learn that, let's look at the Rashi. The Rashi to the second Tatsuk. Rashi ans- answers a question that he doesn't ask. But he says, Kiafli, Yafrish. Remember Yafrish? One, Hevu Prushin. That's what, I do, what, what uh, Rashi said about Kedoshim. Remember the parts of Kedoshim? He said Parush. And now he says Parush again. Lafrish. And of course we know what is he Mufrash from. It's all in the Psukim. Right? That they have this, uh, that the Nazir can't drink wine in any form. The Nazir has to stay away from Tumah, even his own family. And the Nazir can't cut his hair during the time that he is a Nazir. So that separates him from everybody else. Everybody else can do those things. He can't do those things. Now listen to Rashi. Rashi, Patsuk Ben. Ki Yafli Lindor Yifrish Lama Nisvecha Parashat Nazir Leparashat Sotah You know that. You know that. This is a regular question in the Medrash. The Medrash often asks, Lama Nismicha. Why are these two parashiyot come one after the other? But you know that the Medrash only asks the question when it has an answer. If it doesn't have an answer, then they ask the question, which is kind of uh, not the way we are. Right? We're the opposite. We ask the question in the hope that no one wants an answer. But the Medrash asked the question and had the answer. What was the answer? Right in the previous parak, you have the whole story of Anisha Sota. Anisha, whose uh, who, whose husband suspects her of having some affair with another man, he doesn't know that to be true, and there are no witnesses that can attest to that particular fact. Nevertheless, it causes strife in the household. And so the Torah says that if you go to the Kohen, he makes up this potion, and the potion clarifies the doubt. That's the great thing about the parasha of Sotah, that the, the potion, if she drinks it and she lives, that everybody knows she's innocent. And if she dies, then everybody knows that she was guilty. So that clarification... That clarifying this uh, this matter, clarifying this matter, is uh, a, a divine chesed. It's, it comes in order to promote shalom bayit. In order that there should not be a family, there should not be a family where they internally they can't live with each other, they can't speak to each other because each suspects the other of some, of some terrible crime, so that the potion that the Shasta drinks is, um, the potion is clarifying. It clarifies the matter, and if she's innocent, so everybody is happy. 
Why is everybody is happy? The Gemara says in Sota, the Gemara says, we shouldn't interrupt. Which means that when in Eretz Yisrael, there was some time when there were a lot of people who engaged in illicit sexual uh, relationships, and the Mesota, this potion stopped working. It stopped working in the Pshat, the generally accepted Pshat is that if you have an extraordinary chesed from heaven that clarifies the subsek, you have to deserve it. You have to be a people who deserve that kind of clarification. But everybody's doing this Avera, so why, why, why would God want to, so to speak, go out of his way to clarify it? I mean, they don't deserve this clarification. So that's the parasha of Sota. Now Rashi says, Lama Nisbucha Parashat Nazir, the Parashat Sota. Why is Nazir come after Sota? Question. Loma Lecha. Shekola Sota Bekil Kula Yazir Atzmo Min Hayai. Whoever has something to do with a woman who is truly guilty, that kind of Roes Sota Bekil Kula, it could mean somebody who. Who's accused? Even if she's accused wrongly, even though the husband is not, the husband said, "Look, I don't know what happened in the room when they were together, but I'm not happy about it." And so, even though so it could be that that's so tabikul that that a woman should be circumspect enough not to be in such a situation which would cause her husband to suspect her of doing the wrong thing. So, Mishra at Sota Bekilkula Yazir at Smo Minhayayin. Shehu Mevi Lidei Niuf. What do you think? Because Rashi says that if you see a Sota Bekilkula, so you have like there's a down, you know, like well, let's compare it to, even though I don't like to do this, but uh, it's to be modern. We could say, we could say if you. If you watch a pornographic movie, you watch a pornographic movie on, on the internet, so you gotta do something with yourself, right? You gotta take a shower, or you gotta do something. You can't just pass it by as though nothing happens. So, hello, so I was watching pornography, like this. What? There is? So, I'm sorry. I, he's I, passively exposed to it. He gets the best in the gush, and it's going on. It's not that he chose. He's to passively. Say that again. No, yeah, he's, he's passively. No, but he but that doesn't mean it doesn't affect him. doesn't mean it doesn't affect him. So it's the right thing. The process is correct. That's what he's supposed to do. But he's affected. He goes around and says, gee, look what's going on in the world. You know, like it's a new idea. Like you hear of, of the news in Israel, like every other day, some guy shoots his wife. So you could say, well, I didn't realize it was an option. <laughs> you know, like, they go around and shoot your wife. So, but maybe if it, they didn't report it every day, I wouldn't think about it. it wouldn't be, so that a person has, a person has to judge his thoughts, not just his, his deeds, because thoughts often lead to deeds. So here's this guy, this guy who saw the Sotabikil Kula, whatever that means. I don't know what it means. Either it means he saw a gypsy sota and died because of what she did. Or even if she's innocent, she was nevertheless suspected by her husband 
right, which means that they didn't have a great uh, amount of trust between them. So, bo- bo- in both cases, it's bad. It's both, what? Okay, good, okay. You know, like, Rashi says these two words. We got to stuff a lot into it if we wanted to. But it's something, it's something that's not so good. So what is Rashi? So this is Rashi. He says a person has to take upon themselves that they're not going to drink any wine. Because wine makes you lightheaded. And lightheadedness may be the day He says you might end up not as in Ishat Sotav. We're talking to a man, right? All these guys, all these people are men. This is the Torah. The Torah is a, like a man thing. But, but, uh, 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 he says, talk about the man. So the man says, you know, like, uh, I'll drink a little wine, I'll get a little lightheaded, and then I won't be responsible. Whatever I do, you know, I'll claim that I was, I was uh, drunk or I drank wine. So Rashi says that becoming a Nazir, imagine this, becoming a Nazir is what brings me back to the median position that I want to be, the way I used to be. I want to be the way I used to be. Something happened to me, and I'm not the way I used to be. And now, I, I would like to get back. So, become a Nazir. And one of the features, one of the primary features of the Nazir is that he doesn't drink wine. And according to this shot in Rashi, not drinking wine is the main thing. That's the main thing we do. Even though we understand. We understand that there are other, there are other things that we do. But now, if we look at the Ramban, we learn a little bit of Sukkim. Let's look at the Ramban. See on page 2, on page two is Ramban here someplace. Here, Ramban. Pasukya Dalit. So let's look at Pasukya Dalit. You know that Pasukya Dalit. You see, um, Pasuktet. Pasuktet. The, 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 the Torah is really here in this case very much like what we would expect the Gemara to be like. Pasuk Ted says, What happens if this Nazir, he's a great guy, and he's doing the right thing, he's going in the right direction, and he's walking by, he's walking by, and somebody drops dead right in front of him, right? And, and, and they're in a room, and it's impossible for him to avoid, he doesn't want to, but it's impossible for him to avoid uh, becoming Tameh against the rules. That's what uh, Nazir is not allowed to do. So what does he do? He says, uh, So he has to shave his head. Well, basically what he's going to do, ultimately, is start over again. In other words, if he was a Nazir for 30 days, and if after 10 days he he contracted tumor, then he has to start over again. But before he starts over again, he has to bring, at the eighth day of his cleansing himself from the tumor that he had, This is not a problem. This is a problem. Why does this, and at the end, when he finishes his period of, of, of the being at Nazir, he also brings several korbanot, but echad is lechatat. Chatat is a sin offering. A sin offering, you cannot bring, like you did a sin. 
unless he did a sinji, he could say, what sin did this guy do? He became Tameh. He became Tameh Bishogeg. It wasn't his fault. So we know that you bring a korban, a chatkat, where you do something wrong, Bishogeg. Where you do something wrong, Bishogeg. But look at the Rambat. So you think that, that that's what the Pesach is talking about. The Pesach is talking about doing something wrong, Bishogeg. But the Rambat says, on this Pesach, Ta'am achatat Sheyakriv ha-nazir v'yom mil'ot yemei nizro lo'nit parish. Even though it's a Pasuk Yudal, he's talking about the end. In Pasuk Yudal, when he's talking about the nazir who becomes Tameh, it is virtuous. At the end of the parish, it says, when the, the, the time of the nazir is over, here, we'll look at the Pasuk. Pasuk. Ah, it must be B'nai Akiva. <laughs> Not B'nai Akiva? Hey, if you look at Pasuk Tet Zayim, V'ekriva Kohen Ifnei Hashem, M'sach HaTashov, V'etol HaTov, V'etayol, Yaseh, Zerach, etc. In other words, at the end of the period of Nizirut, he brings also, he brings three Kovanot, but one of them is called the Chatat. What is called the Chatat? So here the Ramban and Pasuk Yudalit, which is in other words, there are two times that the parasha mentions the korban. One is when he inadvertently became, he inadvertently became Tamei, so then he has to bring a korban chadat, and then when the, the, the nizirut is over, nizirut is usually 30 days, right? Usually 30 days. There is such a thing called, there is such a thing called Bazir Shim Shon, which is a lifetime, uh, a, a lifetime sentence. To being a, a Nazir, if you don't like wine, it doesn't sound so bad to me, but, but, uh, um, it's called the Chatat. What is the Chatat that he brings at the end? So the Ramban says this. The end of the parasha. Chatat. Lonifaresh. means the Torah does not indicate what the Chatat is a Chatat about. Right, what the Chatat is... Sorry. Adech HaPshat. Ki ha'ish hazeh chotein nafshoh b'mlot ha'nezirut. Adech HaPshat. Adech HaPshat means a reasonable. Reasonable, even though it's not specifically found in Chazal. That's what Pshat is, according to the Rambat. Not specifically in Chazal. There are pshat. Ish hazechotein nafsho b'mlot ha-nizirut. When this person ends the period of nizirut, that is a devastating moment. Because chotein nafsho, he is destroying, he's sinning against his soul. B'mlot ha-nizirut. Ki hu nazir Nazur, somehow he's allowing himself to be reduced from Kedushah Boha to regular. He was a Nazir. That's something remarkable. He became, he became regular. V'ra'ui ayah lo sheyazir la'olam v'yamot kol yamav nazir v'kadosh Ra'ui. The Ramban says, any person who tasted 
this taste of Kedusha even for 30 days, how could he, how could he let it end? How could he stop? I mean, he's up there. He's up there with Kadosh Leilokav. Kinyan Shinemari quotes a pasuk in Amos Wakimi b'neichem l'nevi'im u'mibachureichem l'nezirim. A very important pasuk for all the commentators that somehow nezirim and nevi'im and you know that nevi'im, prophets, are not just, uh, they're not just messengers. They're special people. To be a Navi, you have to be special people described by the Rabbah before the Saudi Torah very dire. That you have to work at it. You have to deserve to become a Navi. Because it implies a superior status as a human being. And he says, He's equal to a prophet. To the thief. What are the last words in the Ramban? What is the Ramban talking about? What's Ta'avot Ha'olam? The desires, the general desires that people have. In other words, he sees Nizirut as even though there are specific prohibitions, you can't drink wine, you can't cut your hair, you can't become Tameh even to your closest relatives. But that has, in the way of the Ramban, in the beginning of Kedoshim, it has a more general kind of, it affects you in a more general way. So that when you leave the Nizirut, you suddenly find yourself involved in Ta'avot Ha'olam, in the, the general desires in the world. So you have two, uh, you have two positions. You have the Rashi position, which seems like it means, since I fell, I've got to be a Nazir to get myself up to, to par, right? Whatever par is. And there's the Ramban position who says, since I was a Nazir, and I was way above where I used to be, it's a terrible thing to leave that status. Terrible thing to leave that status. So the same question applies again to the Rabban Anazir, as we thought about once on the Rabban and Kedoshim to you. And that is, if that's a good thing, if Kedoshim to you is a good thing, if being a Nazir is a good thing, why didn't the Torah direct us? The Torah says, if something becomes a Nazir, and Rashi says, something bad happened, so he became a Nazir. That's Rashi. Ramban doesn't explain to me what forced me or drove me to become a Nazir, but he says, unbecoming a Nazir, that's a, that's a bad thing. And, and uh, the Sefer Chinuch, based on the Rambam, the Sefer Chinuch says, being a Nazir, that's clearly an exalted status. Because if you deny yourself certain pleasures of the world, then you're definitely a superior kind of personality. Kedoshim to you, Rather, Ramban says, don't be a Naval Bishutta Torah. Don't do things that you are permitted to do when you know for sure that they lead you in the wrong direction. It's something that you should not be, not be involved with. That's what Kedoshim to you. So why didn't the Torah give us a little bit more direction? Just a little bit more direction on this matter. 
So you see that the Ramban and the Rambam and the Sefer Achinoch, they all seem to move in the direction of saying that Kedoshim is a positive thing and you should look for it, that Nazir is a positive thing and you should look for that as well. So the answer, I think, the answer, I think, is that there are, there are two kinds of activities that the Torah recognizes. One is a Dovo Shova the Kol, a mitzvah that everybody has to do. Everybody has to shake a lulav in an etro. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're tall, if you're short, if you have a beard or you don't have a beard, right, if, you're, if, the, if you are, uh, you know, a learned person or not a learned person, the mitzvah applies equally to everybody. That's what a mitzvah is. A mitzvah determines the baseline of our obligation and also the human personality of course is affected by the specific obligation and the fact that we do it in a certain time in a certain place it affects us so we eat a matzah on the 15th day of Nisan every year because we know that God wants us to eat a matzah so it makes us into a certain kind of person even though eating a matzah itself could be seen as a trivial thing but when you add to it all of the side halachot all of the things that we have to accomplish so that is meaningful, and it's meaningful across the board. However, there are concepts. There are concepts in the Torah. There are concepts in the Torah which are not the same for everybody. But you have to know who you are. And you know, two people who accept upon themselves some sort of stringency you know, one of them you say, that's kind of funny. Funny that, you know, this person who doesn't really live such a noble life has decided to accept this particular stringency. Other people, you would say, Gee, I understand. He's the kind of person who I can respect for adding these stringencies. So that the notion of Kiddoshim to you and the notion of a person becoming a Nazir is very much a function, is very much a function of who he is and what he knows about himself. And why can't we explain it this way? Rashi said, who becomes a Nazir? Somebody who needs it. Somebody who is defective. The defect that Rashi mentions is the Isha Sota, somebody who has a defect who has gone through this process and feels that they have to be picked up and improved. But there's another person. Rashi doesn't deny that other person. He doesn't say that there's no one who is able to rise to the occasion and become a more serious and more devoted and more uh, 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 place himself before God in a more serious way. And the same thing is true. The same thing is true about the Ramban's notion of the Valvishuta Torah. Okay. Okay, I agree. But the Ramban says we shouldn't just eat all the time. We shouldn't just give us pleasure all the time. There are other things to do and other obligations that we have. So the Ramban says, well, well, there are people. There are people who are doing that and they are the Nevalim Bishuta Torah. But if you're not a Naval Bishuta Torah, that doesn't mean you're one of the Kedoshim to you. You're not yet like a superior sacred person. That's two different, two different things. I can X out the negative. I can deny the negative aspect of, 
of, of uh, let's say, eating all the time. I don't eat all the time. But maybe I'm a, I'm a diet. A diet. A diet is a secular version of Kedoshim to you. Like it doesn't make you Kedoshim to you. Because the reason you're on a diet, there are two reasons that people are on a diet that I perceive. And one is that they feel it's good for the health, somehow it's a health generating kind of thing. And the other thing is that you want to look good. You want to look better. Or you want to look in a way that you think good is. Right? Not so easy to know exactly what that is because it changes annually. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So that that just being on a diet doesn't mean that you're as, uh, trying to reach out to Kedoshim Kihiyu. Kedoshim Kihiyu, you have to be able to desire Kedushah. If you don't desire the Kedushah, you're not going to be Kedoshim Kihiyu. Now, we look at the Nazir. It's true that the Nazir might have become a Nazir because he felt a deficiency in himself. Right? He did something that he shouldn't do. He was in a place he shouldn't be. And that's what Rashi says. That's the answer to the question of why Nazir, the parish of Nazir, comes after the parish of Sotah. But it doesn't necessarily answer the question why in every case does somebody become a Nazir? The answer to that question is that most of the time a Nazir becomes a Nazir because he wants to improve himself. And so the Ramban can say that if you become an un-Nazir, if you become un-Nazir, then, uh, uh, then you did a fake, you did a Nazir, and that has to be reckoned with, and so you have to bring the Korban Chatat. In the 18th century, in the 18th century, the, the Ramchal, or Moshe Chaim Lutzato, wrote this book called the Besilat Yishari. And the Misrach Yishirim, for some, uh, in some magical way, I mean, the, I think the Ramchal died when he was 37. And, uh, you know, just everybody trying to think, well, I think what I had done in my life when I was 37, he had written things that became uh, world-shaking, like the Misrach Yishirim. For some reason, people love to read about how badly they're doing, and what they might do to improve themselves, right? You know, I guess uh, not only in barbershops and in beauty parlors, but even in yeshivas, they like to read about how miserable the situation is. So he says, I won't say how the book is structured. If you've never seen it, you should look at it. It's very interesting. It's a, it's a very interesting book. The, uh, the Vilna Gone who was not um, known for excessive compliments of other people's literary activity, uh, the Vildegon supposedly said that the first X chapters, how, how many? Eight? And you say? Ten. All right. Anyway, the first chapters, in the first chapters of the Silat Yisharim, either eight or ten, there isn't an unnecessary or extra word. You know what it is a to say that about something? No, you don't know. <laughs> Take my word for it. It was like the biggest compliment that he could lead out. It was like saying it was the Torah. It's like saying that this is shown with the Torah. I mean, it's like, it's like uh, the whole thing is, is unbelievable. I mean, and even if he didn't say it, and it's only that they said he said it, 
That's also pretty good. You know, what are you thinking? They, they don't say you said it about, uh, about uh, you know, comic books. Only the Mishiros is sure. Only the Mishiros is sure. So, you know, I know that, you know, Americans don't like the Mishiros is sure because Americans all want to be happy. So being happy is like a certain ideology. It's like an ideology. Uh, don't worry, be happy, right? That, that song that was a big hit, you know, can you imagine a non-song being a hit? Like the guy can't sing, and the song is not, no music, and the words are not, uh, they're not there, they're no words. Uh, so, 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 don't worry, be happy. But the content was such that it became like a hit. And it remained a hit. Maybe still a hit. I don't know. For years and years. Don't worry. Be happy. So Americans don't like the Mishnah show Because the Mishnah show says, you might have a problem. And, and you know, as I'm too busy being happy to have a problem. So I wanted to know that the Mishnah show like the 17th century, you know, like the 10th century, the 13th century, the 17th century, things are marching along. And so, Allah comes to the Seals of Shoreb and he says, Bebeyo Meidat HaChassidut. There's something called Chassidut. Which of course, now you do Chassidim, or Chidim, of today. It has to do with a Meidat that is represented in the Torah, called Chassidut. So what does it say about Chassidut? He says, Midat HaChassidut Srichai Be'emet L'Biyu Gadol. And he says, it's going to be hard for me to explain this. He says, you know, a lot of people say, you say, why do you do that? Oh, that's chasidut. You know, like, it's like saying, well, why do you act in that way? Why do you do the mitzvah in that way? I'm a superior person. I'm superior. What does he say? He says that most of it is only golame chasidut. A golem. You know, a golem? A golem doesn't think and nothing up here. It's all in the muscles. A golem. Remember the golem from Prague? You know? Oh, you don't know him? That's a golem. A golem, there's nothing between the ears. Right? They're just, they're just big and strong. That's all. So he says, And the problem arises from the fact that people don't think. They don't think about the, about the truth. And so people don't really look into matters sufficiently. And that's why they come up with crazy ideas about chasidut. That's why nobody wants to do this. That nobody wants to improve. Because they see all these nuts running around. Like let's say, let's say you came... Uh, as if somebody was an inter- has interested in, in Yadus, right? Of course, I'm going to say something that is proven to be wrong, but to me it makes sense what I'm going to say. That somebody was interested in Yadus, and you told them that in Judaism there's mitzvahs and Torah and learning. And then they went to Kitashi on Thursday night and met all those na 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 people. So what would you say? So I think, I mean, I don't know what to say, but I would think 
that it would be a turn-off. In fact, statistically, it may be a turn-on somehow, but, uh, but because they're happy. Right? All these American Baalei Tshuva, also Israeli Baalei Tshuva, everybody wants to be happy. So they, they're good, from, but, but it's not true. What they say is not true. He says, uh, he says, people began to believe that Hasidut is dependent on saying a lot of, asking God for a lot of things over and over again, confessing all the time. He says, and this is what he says, he says, people got into abusing themselves as part of this whole process. So he says, this is the Bishuzi Sharet. This is not me. This is the Bishuzi He's from as could be. And he says, there are people who go around and roll in the snow and the ice and they think that that's going to make them more impressive in the, in the world of, of heaven and before God. He says, it's only because they don't think. They don't think so. The Messiah Yisharim lived in a world. I mean, that's the essence of the book of Yisharim, that you can do things better. But not everything is better. And Nazir, the Nazir is better, according to the Ramban, according to the Ramban, according to Tevah Chinuch, and according to the Yisharim Yisharim, the Nazir is the better way to, to live. But, it's God who gave us direction on what the better way to live is. And that's what we need. So if you want to live better, if you want to live better, that's a great idea, but you have to find support for your better. You can't just make it up. You can't just say, God would like me to be uh, more of this or more of that. So that the Torah, the Torah is, uh, in this interpretation, both in Kedoshim and in Nazir, indicates to me, the Torah indicates to me that I have to, I have to consider, I don't have to do it necessarily, but I have to consider being better. And some people, if they consider that, they'll find in themselves a renewed awareness, a strengthening, a positive, a positive uh, a notion of, uh, of uh, kedusha, of sanctity. Now, not everybody is ready for that. And not everybody is able to achieve that level of devotion. And you have to know that as well. A person has to know themselves and know when their limits, where their limits are. And so, you know, if you're in the period of life where you have a lot of work, or a period of life where you have small children to take care of, it may be that it's not so appropriate, not so appropriate to try to stop eating or stop producing work and doing what you have to do. But at other times in life, it may be more appropriate. So you have to be able to make that, to make that decision, even though in the Torah... There is no age-generated uh, time for Kedoshim Tiyu. Right? And the way the Ramban does it, we can all do a little bit of Kedoshim Tiyu all the time. So that's the, the notion of Kedusha, that's the notion of Nozir. Have a good